Okay, it's, it's not clickbait. It's click optimization. Yeah, right. exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Thank okay. you for the pep talk. Yeah. All right, all right. Hello, and uh, welcome back to How Money Podcast. Welcome back to the pod. Yes. Very special guest today. Yes, we have CK joining us. Second guest ever. Welcome, CK. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, CK is a general manager at Bitcoin Magazine and also an OG Bay Area Bitcoiner. Yes. Um, yep. Yes. One of, the, one of the OGs from the meetup that Casey and I met at. Origin of Hell Money Podcast. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't know at the time, but that was all thanks to CK, who claims he had a very minor role, but at least <laughs> a, had a minor role in the founding of the, the Bay Area Bitcoin meetup. Yeah. You know, everything that you do has an effect. So yeah. I'm glad that something I did worked yeah. out to turn into this yeah, podcast. The, the, I'm a huge fan. I have to say, I, like, I, I think I texted Casey on, on Twitter since. Aaron's not on there, and I was like, yo, you guys are doing a good job and would love to come on, so yeah, thanks yeah, for having yeah. me. No, high praise. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're a small pod, so it's all it's super cool when our friends like what we're doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like right now we're at such a good stage because it's just like friends and family. Uh-huh, like, yeah, the friends and family <laughs> stage. Yeah, once we have to deal with the greater internet, right? It's like, over. That's, it's like, yeah. oh. Yeah. yeah. Right now, it's just like we make an episode, our friends are like, I watched your episode. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Can yeah. I come on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. good stage, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I started a podcast and it, it started, it was like pretty small and then it, it got to like a medium size and then, you know, we kind of went on and did our own things, but, uh-huh. uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I yeah. appreciate where you guys are at right now. Yeah. yeah. We both love to talk. Yeah. So we love really to talk. We satiate the yeah. desire yeah. 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 <laughs> to blow yeah. yeah. But yeah, we were talking about before we, we got on, we were talking about the barrier Bitcoiners meetup. And I think it's so cool that you said like, after you started the meetup, um, it started to grow. Other people were like, oh, we're going to start our own meetup. You originally started it in San Francisco. And then other people were like, oh, we're going to start it in the like South Bay, different meetups. And you're like, no, like, let's move to like bury Bitcoiners and we'll all have it be under the same umbrella. Let's be inclusive. Yeah. No mm-hmm. forking the group. Yeah. I think that's I think that's great because all of these small meetups would be um, just a little more isolated. You know, maybe I wouldn't have started going to the East Bay Bitcoiner meetup, if I hadn't noticed that on the same event page, there's the, as the SF Bitcoiner meetup, there's the East Bay one. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think like the Bitcoin meetups need to like stick together. And I think Mm -hmm. there's some really cool networks like emerging, but Mm -hmm. Bay Area Bitcoiners is a really cool uh, group. And like Casey and I, like we're kind of part of the Bitcoin scene, like before COVID hit, Uh but yeah. Like really, it just completely reset right. because of COVID. So yeah, it's yeah. cool that you you restarted BitDev. Well, that's all uh, yeah. Alex Leishman. Like I had been every time. So Alex Leishman was the runner of the. He ran the SF Bitcoin Devs. Yeah. Um, and he would do it super irregularly. I think mostly just because he was like super busy. And so it, it was super consistent before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then and then I would ping him at every every time it would go more than a month that the meetup wouldn't happen. I'd be like, Hey, like, let me know if I can do anything, like help me have the meetup happen more. And then he, uh, was, was not going to be able to do the meetup at all anymore. And he was like, Oh, like I should see if Casey wants to take it over. And I was like, yes, I'm glad he passed the torch. Yeah. 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 What's up? I'm the, I'm just the caretaker of the SF Bitcoin (laughs) Dance meetup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that, you know, there's a, there's a very low point in the Bay Area in mm. terms of Bitcoin meetups, Bro, especially it was, before. There was a low point in the Bay Area in general with COVID. Yeah, it was yeah, like really this. Low. This sucks. Like, yeah, we're all locked in our like rooms. Like, nothing fun is going on. I mean, that's a big reason I left. But mm. I'm glad that things are on the up and up. And hey, coming back here for a little bit here in the summer, it 
you know, the weather is still the best. Yeah. The best. You can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah. Gas prices are high, but the weather and the vibes also high. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I like, I honestly, I've lived in the Bay Area for almost four years now, and I pretty much hated living in the Bay Area until mm. literally Bay Area Bitcoin. Oh, really? So really? I was like, everyone's so basic. Everyone has this like very particular type of like liberal progressive no, ideology. Uh-huh. And like, not even like I disagree with like, you know, fundamentally with what a lot of people believe, but just want a little variety a little free thinking you know like i love the free thinkers love argumentative types so Mm -hmm. it's just like i mean you were literally one of the first people i met at the meetup this fucking fucking guy (laughs) (laughs) we can have many hour-long conversations and record them yeah exactly exactly yeah Yeah. it's it's cute yeah yeah I mean, I gotta give a shout out. Meetups are awesome. And yeah, like, meetups are awesome. Find yeah. a meetup in your area. Yeah, just go hang out with your friends. Like, go go to a meetup. Like, it's you're gonna meet people. If you go for a few weeks to the same meetup, all of a sudden, even if you have, haven't really talked to people a bunch, like you recognize them, and it's like, oh, it's Bob. He's come to the meetup. What's up? You know, yeah. No, totally. Definitely much better than talking to people on Twitter. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on Twitter, you should only follow people that you have interacted with. That's my rule for Twitter, that okay. I only follow people that I've interacted with. I'm the opposite. I only like following people that I... Yeah, you're like, <laughs> with our account, you're like following like Elon Musk and like all these like figureheads. I'm like, what's he up to? Yeah. But if you only follow people you know on Twitter, it becomes a very cozy place. And turn off retweets so you don't see when they retweet people you don't know. And then you just see... Oh, what? Yeah, you can do that? Yeah, it takes some work. But yeah, and then you can, then you can just see uh, people tweets from people you know. Huh. And it's like, it's a, it's, it's a good place. Wow. Yeah. Hot tip. Hot tip. Hot tip, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like encourage following lots of plebs. Uh, my Twitter feed is a clusterfuck, but use the mute button. Mm-hmm. So I, I've recently mm-hmm. uh, done some muting. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes Some like, hard decisions. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, like the, the most recent thing that's just annoying me is like people are like all of a sudden in, infatuated by the term touching grass. Like it's, like, like, it's like a kind of a See, I, old term. I, like, I only I follow so few people. I don't even know what that. Like, I had to mute touching grass. Yeah. Touching grass. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Is it used like that? Like what? It's the, like you're out of touch with reality. You need to go touch some grass. But like, is this like a, you're too online? Is this a general Twitter thing, or is it just a Bitcoin? No, just Bitcoin no, Twitter, or uh, maybe crypto Twitter. I don't. Know. It, well, I think it, it it's it's Who like needs degenerates. To touch grass? Degenerates need to touch grass. Okay. That's what it, it's like. It's like ends up on crypto and Bitcoin Twitter because. The, that's where the degenerates are but uh-huh. it's like the idea that like yeah like you're getting too caught up you need to go touch some grass right, like yeah. just chill yeah, but I was like yeah. it's summer I'm on vacation look yeah. at my touching grass photo I'm like shut the fuck yeah. <laughs> like I'm not here for that. I'm here for some toxicity. Like, yeah, you're like, what do you mean? I need to touch grass. <laughs> like, why don't you go fucking die? Like, right? That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. But you know, I'm I'm here for Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely like I feel like people who use that phrase are definitely projecting most of the time. Like, it's always the ones who need to touch grass the, that, the most. Uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah, tell yeah. you you need to touch some grass. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm touching grass right now. Yeah. In, in the Bay Area. Yeah, having some organic real life conversations. Yeah, yeah. in person. Yeah. I'm yeah. only yeah. looking at my phone, but I'm not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the engaging. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to get into the main topic because. Yeah, how do, we, how do we kick this off? I don't know. You know? Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I feel like so. I mean, maybe. You we, seem like you're on a, you're on a tiff right now. You're a mission. Doing your yeah. thing. A mission. Yeah. Not a tiff, a mission. Yeah, you're on a mission right yeah. now to. People aren't bullish enough. Basically, but like, what does right? that what does that mean that they're yeah. not bullish enough? That's what I want to talk about today. Yeah. Oh, really, we Bitcoiners need to hear this because they yes. need to talk. Yeah, no, I've been 
like in I think we need to workshop this idea more yeah, like I'm yeah. going to continue to push this this idea and this mission forward but it's like we need to keep thinking way bigger about bitcoin mm. cuz like in my opinion when bitcoiners talk about like infinity divided by 21 million mm-hmm. like they're doing a very bad job of articulating what that actually looks like mm. yeah. and when they talk about hyper bitcoinization like and then they like you know, I guess like when they talk about hyper Bitcoinization and then they go back and they like refer to like how many Bitcoin they need or how many Bitcoin they have mm-hmm. or the value of their current Bitcoin into the future, like it there's like a, a pretty big mismatch yeah. from what I can tell. Yeah. So uh I think like one, if you don't like know what you have and like appreciate what you have and what this thing is, um, you might make some pretty big mistakes. So it's like important to like appropriately you know value this thing it's important to be bullish enough right because it's such a like I, like but i mean don't you you still want people to keep stacking sats right you know like like yeah. you shouldn't like i mean like you know like mm-hmm. the the end like who it's hard to say when that end time horizon is like yep. coming and things go crazy right so like yeah i mean i guess uh, i'm maybe i'm not doing a super good job of like articulating it but like the way i i guess i'll I'll chime in here. I feel like the the stacking sats like approach of just like stack as many sats as possible. Like there's this disconnect that I see in Bitcoiners where it's like, they're like, I have no furniture. I have no wife. I live at home. <laughs> I stack sats. When is my life going to be amazing? And it's like, yeah, I think it's like this idea. It's a very like money, like it's like fiat money brain where they're mm-hmm. like, there's a dollar amount. They're still thinking in dollars. Right. Like there's a dollar yeah. amount. And like not thinking once, about how like, right. Yeah. Once that dollar amount gets big enough, things are going to be good. But yes. not thinking about like, how is the world going to change between now and Fundamentally, then. Fundamentally. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you, you guys are helping me out here. Um, in terms of articulating <laughs> We're workshopping. Point. No, absolutely. And I mean, but like, yeah, it's like, it's like, I think Dirt Gigi, who is like a pretty prolific, you know, thought, uh, thinker in the space um, one of my favorite tweets he put out is like the hardest thing is dropping the fiat mindset mm-hmm. like it's really hard to fiat, drop the fiat mindset um, and then when you pick up like the like the Bitcoin, the hyper bitcoinized mindset mm-hmm. like the way that you should be like thinking about your bitcoin relative to that potential future I feel like uh should be on a specific order of, you know, order of magnitude. And I just don't think that Bitcoiners are, are mm. operating in that way. Mm. And like the way, like the, the, the best way I can articulate it is that just like Bitcoin is going to be, if Bitcoin works, mm-hmm. it's going to be so ridiculously valuable compared to what it is today. Yeah. Um, that like we can't like it is impossible for us as humans mm. to 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 conceive of it and the reason why it is going to go beyond our wildest imaginations is that if it works mm-hmm. it is like this fundamental step change this fundamental upgrade on how the world organizes mm-hmm. and like when you like you know go about all the macroeconomic yeah. talks about like yeah. what's wrong yeah. with the world yeah. today like you start to understand that like we are being held back by yeah, right. government-controlled right, money. Right. So, like, so like taking everything in the world and dividing it by the number of amount of Bitcoin, that is not nearly bullish enough because that's using the same amount of stuff as we have now. 
Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas Bitcoin unlocks the, the productivity growth in the numerator, right? You have the right denominator. You don't have the right numerator. I think, yeah, it's like, I feel like there's like a little bit of a, to use like, you know, basic bitch energy vibes where it's like, it's like abundance versus scarcity mindset mm. about hyper Bitcoinization. Like there's, I feel like there's, um, like the rebranding from like scarcity mindset to abundance mindset. Mm. Currently we're like, I need to stack as many sats as possible so that I can make it. Mm. Like, it's like this idea that like, you know, mm. there's, there's only 21 million Bitcoin, but there's like 50 million millionaires or something. Mm -hmm. And I need to like be above this level so that I can be above whatever level post hyper Bitcoinization. Mm -hmm. And I think like a better way to think about it is like Bitcoin's going to happen and it's going to be like a great world once Bitcoin is the thing. It's not necessarily about like this, like I need to make sure that mm -hmm. I make it right. in this like very specific kind of like, there's going to be this grand reckoning. Right. Everything's right. going to be washed it's out like, and even only if... the Bitcoiners will survive right. that kind of, I like that way of framing it. It's like ideally people that are, like pre-coiners, no-coiners or whatever are also going to have their life improved right, by like right. a hyper-Bitcoin. Yeah, even if you have zero, zero, zero Bitcoin, you want to be in that hyper-Bitcoinized world. Right, because it like redefines value. Mm -hmm. Like right now, the way that we think about like store of value is all this like diversifying assets. Like you need to own a home, you need to own assets, you need to, because we have no way of storing value. And so we like right. store value in, in these all these weird strange, proxies. exactly, yeah. these proxies for value that yeah. like, don't really make sense. Yeah. And I think like if we didn't do that, like there's so many, it, it is hard to, I like, I, I give people credit because it's like, it is hard to conceptualize. It's not like I can like say like, this is exactly what's going to happen. Right. right. Yeah. But it's like, I think it fundamentally changes like how we think about value on like a global scale, if it works. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and like, I think that's the key too, is like, when I think through like likely scenarios for Bitcoin is like, you always hear like people who are Bitcoin skeptics, a lot of them are altcoin believers. They'll say mm -hmm. like, well, what if this doesn't work out or like, you know, no one is using it and then the block award goes to zero. And the reality is like, yeah, it's going to die. Mm -hmm. Like it, like, I think that Bitcoin, I really do believe that like the most likely scenario is either Bitcoin succeeds, the incentives work or the incentives don't work. Something else emerges, you know, maybe we all just like become, you know, bug censored people. and yeah, yeah bug yeah. people and cucked. Like, yeah, you know, like somebody else is fucking like, our bug person wives. Yeah. Like, you know, like th these are, these are potential scenarios that, that play out. But like what is an unlikely scenario to me is like Bitcoin manages to survive, but is irrelevant and no one uses or it. Or it allocate 30% yeah. of their yeah, portfolio like, into Bitcoin. Like yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. think that that's a super yeah. realistic scenario. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. so if you're going to prepare, then you either prepare for Bitcoin zero or infinity divided by Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. And then like, okay, so like how should you assess yeah, this infinity yeah. divided by Bitcoin yeah. scenario? And I just think like, like no one's even yeah. thinking about it. I mean, it's like, it's on like that magnitude. It's, you're thinking yeah, about it. it's, it's, it's comprehending the mind of God, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. on like a different level, you know? It is, well, it's like, it's like an evolution in like human consciousness. Like it is like, that's the whole thing like another, that's, that's the whole point of Bitcoin. Right, right, right. It is exactly. an evolution that's, that's in human consciousness. It's like, yeah. but it's, it, it yeah, it, it, it requires like some visionary thinking, yeah. I think to be yeah. able to even like conceive of yeah, what that would right, be yeah. to me, like on a personal level, preparing for Bitcoin to zero or preparing for Bitcoin to infinity is the same answer for me, which is doomsday prepping. 
<laughs> well, that's the funny thing is <laughs> because I think like I think even I when you know assuming I, I I am very idealistic. I actually think we're we're headed towards a hyper Bitcoinization. I don't think we're headed towards a Bitcoin mm-hmm. zero, and I. I do like believe ultimately in the future and that like there will be prosperity, all these uh, sort of things, yeah. abundance mindset, as yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think like with that territory comes like a period of tumultuousness yeah. and like chaos. Hyper Bitcoinization could be dark. Until it. Well, getting to hyper I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not arguing against that. No, yeah, no, no, well, right. Yeah, what do you think about that? Like, well, so that this is why it's important to one is important to be bullish enough on Bitcoin in the hyper Bitcoinization scenario, and then two, of all the assets of all of your resources, like you need to allocate those resources appropriately to get to that yeah, end right. state, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, like I think like the the I'm gonna stack and sell everything and own nothing mm-hmm. and only stack as many sats mentality. Like for me, that's like okay, I'm gonna go camping. And I'm going to get the biggest bag of water possible. Like, I'm going to fill this. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 100%. It's like, okay, I'm glad that you have a lot of water. Water is going to be super valuable in the future at the end of this journey. Mm-hmm. But you need a lot of other stuff yeah, yeah, to yeah. get across yeah, the finish right. line. 100%. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, it's the same. Like, I'm yeah. a doomsday prepper regardless. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm like a prep, you know, I have yeah. that kind of, like, mentality. I, I do think a lot of Bitcoiners need to prepare. Like, for a lot of Bitcoiners, your sats are not enough and you need yeah. to be a prepper. Like, you probably need guns and bullets. You probably want to have, like, other bare instruments like gold. Mm-hmm. You probably yes. want to have, right, like, right. some reliable... Chaotic, fiat, you might not be like, on the network you to probably, be able to transact Bitcoin, right? You need some silver rounds to like get where you're going you know <laughs> whatever i mean yeah. or in bitcoin zero scenario maybe you want some specie who knows like whatever right. like you know you probably on the bitcoin case like you probably want to spend a decent amount of money on your cold storage setup mm-hmm. you probably want to spend a decent amount of money on your inheritance planning mm-hmm. because like you know the incremental value of adding more sats to your massive stack of sats in mm-hmm. a hyper nice future is probably not as high as right. like Preparing right, those sets yes. to even make it across right. the finish line. Right. I completely yeah. agree. So like I like one, you gotta fal- like you need to value the Bitcoin you already have a lot. Yeah. And then two, you need to understand how effing hard it's gonna be to get across the finish right. line of yeah. like this yeah. craziness. And it, so things get, part of prepping. Yeah. So Oh yeah, like so things are gonna get things are gonna get wacky. Like, yeah. like here's an example. There's no way you disrupt the world order. Yeah. Without things no. Yeah. Back. Yeah. No. One. So one thing I was just thinking about is like, okay, maybe a way that a that a that a not bullish enough Bitcoiner thinks about hyper Bitcoinization is they go, okay, well, like all the stocks are going to be priced in Bitcoin, right? Like the S and P 500, all of that stuff is going to be priced in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? But okay, like why do those markets even exist? Why is there so much investment in those markets? Well, it's because we don't have a way. We don't have a store of value. Don't have a store of value. If you have a true store of value, you don't actually need to invest in the stock market because the growth of the the, the growth or the reason stock markets grow is increases in like productivity and investment, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. And your Bitcoin increases in purchasing power as what it can buy gets more and more valuable. Mm-hmm. So maybe we see like a sort of a collapse of the vast amount of investment in the stock market. Stock don't, Investing in the stock market is back to being like a more specialized activity that you do when you have real alpha. Yeah. Not when you're just trying to ride market beta. Not when you just have a 401k because yeah. that's the only option for saving for right. retirement. And then right. everybody else just has their stack and they know that they can buy what these like increasingly valuable companies are producing with their Bitcoin. And that's like a super wild like scenario that like most Bitcoiners, that's like, that's like much orders of magnitude crazier than the like, oh, all well, the stocks will just be priced in Bitcoin, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I mean, so yeah, so one is like, okay, there's the prepping <laughs> to get to hyper-Bitcoinization, <laughs> but on the two is like, how big is Bitcoin going to be in a hyper-Bitcoinization mm-hmm. scenario? So I'd say like, one, I really like this article by Parker Lewis, which is Bitcoin is the great definancialization. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. whole idea is like, financialization is right. is like... You could call it technological innovation to solve for the lack of store of value in the fiat system. Mm. So, like, here's the fiat system. Store of value is completely broken within it. And Mm -hmm. now there is a market incentive to solve for that. And Mm -hmm. we get financialization, mostly on New York and London. Mm -hmm. Right? And, like, that's, like, it's a technological innovation to solve for store of value problems. So, like, essentially, how do we, you some people have fiat. And they want to figure out how to stop that fiat from evaporating. Yeah, and, and, thus and the market is, is offering solutions to that. Right, because like, right, there's right. this huge demand. Well, guess what? Bitcoin disrupts that completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, Bitcoin is the definancialization right. because like all of this complexity, all this financialization is going to just get mm-hmm. completely disrupted right. by yeah, twenty one million. Necessary anymore. An- another reason that the financial industry exists is because there are all these money spigots, right? The, the, like the, it's, it's, yeah, it's so not it just trying to, to get close to the money. Spigot. You want to try to get yeah. close to the yeah. money spigot, right? Yeah. And that isn't something else that goes away. Like who mm-hmm. cares about the money spigot shooting dollars out in a in a hyper Bitcoinized world? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a in a hyper Bitcoinized world, like let's just call it like the the compass of value mm-hmm. goes towards where real value is created, right? Which yeah. is again, as I'm saying, it's impossible. It's humanly impossible. Like Bitcoiners need to get really effing humble. Mm. It is humanly impossible to be bullish enough on Bitcoin if it works. Mm. If hyper Bitcoinization happens, Bitcoin is the communication layer for value. Mm. It is the, yeah. the, like you know the substrate in which mm. all value is communicated and denominated in. Mm-hmm. It is humanly impossible for us to be bullish enough because right. Right. it one it is beca- going to become that because it's improving on what we're already doing. Mm-hmm. But two, it's going to unlock value because right. it's going to point us to where value is created because there's no more cancel on the effect there's no more financialization Mm -hmm. there's none of this additional complexity and for people who don't know the cancel on effect is the the benefit that people who are close to the money spigot get Mm -hmm. from being closer to the money spigot than anybody else so getting those dollars that get pumped in the system before anybody else totally gets those dollars yeah yeah i feel like there's so many various aspects like i mean obviously like the stock market like so many people just park their money there just because they have no alternative store value option real estate exactly i was going to say housing market how many apartments are empty just because people need somewhere to park money right basically double digits in new york it's it's like i don't even know the exact number but it's 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 double digit percentage of new york apartments are empty and this is financialization I, i feel like coming from you know like more of a like doomy sort of like I came from kind of more of a doomsday preppers perspective into Bitcoin being like, Oh, this could actually like, I felt very negatively about like how like the current world was going. And then I was like, wait, Mm -hmm. this actually could be like a new paradigm that emerges that like could fix a lot of things. And I wish, I feel Mm -hmm. like there's so many, especially like young leftist types that are like, the housing market crisis is so bad. Like, right. I hate the stock market. I hate financialization. And they're just like, oh, but Bitcoin is just like part of that. <laughs> right. and it's like, no, right. dude. Right. Like, right. the best part is that those finance guys don't realize that Bitcoin yeah. is like yeah. going to destroy what they do. Right. Right. And they're just like, oh, it's an asset. I'll just buy it because it's going to go up and uh-huh. I'm going to make some fiat money off of right. it. And it's, it's like it's Trojan horsing everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's like yeah. harnessing human greed. Like, I used to, to like, not bring like about. regulatory capture. 
Mm. Regulatory capture is when like the very regulators that are supposed to be regulating an industry get like captured by the industry and start like regulating for that industry. Mm -hmm. I used to not like it. Now I'm kind of a fan because I see Bitcoin regulatory capture, right? Like uh, politicians right now yeah. are stuffing their socks with Bitcoin. Yeah. And the regulation is going to be real friendly going forward. Well, I mean, again, like, <laughs> so like that's, that's, but the thing is different. Bitcoin is different than everything else. Yeah. yeah like yeah. Bitcoin right. is yeah. like, and when people, and again, th I would say like one of the things that pisses me off and makes me say that Bitcoiners are not bullish enough. Like mm. when you see Peter Todd talking about tail emissions, mm. like, first of all, Peter Todd sold half of his Bitcoin when G hash got to 50% mm. of the hash rate. So like, this is, um, that was a big event when like, briefly it, it, a mining a, pool in 2017, was it? No, I think it's 2016. 2016, yeah. yeah. One mining pool named G-Hash briefly got above the 51% mm -hmm. threshold. Mm -hmm. um, and he sold half of his Bitcoin. So, I mean, like, I guess, not. no offense, Peter Todd, you know, you've had some great contributions to Bitcoin and stuff. But, like, you know, one, you don't know, like, Bitcoin is, is, is is purposely like not fragile to mm -hmm. these type of attacks, which is you doubting the incentive system. Mm. Mm. Two, it's like you shouldn't be trying to change the incentive system mm. because if you were bullish enough, it's going to work. Right. And if yeah. it's not going to work, it's fucked. Okay. Like, yeah. let's move on. Prepare for another scenario. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, yeah. but like, if you are trying to add tail emissions to Bitcoin, like, that, that to me, that that proves that you don't even get the experiment that's I, happening. I right actually now. like it when people talk about adding tail emission to Bitcoin because I think it makes people think about people need to come up with arguments for why we don't need to. They need to think hard I about mean, the alternative. Can you explain tail emissions for the audience yeah, and the yeah, less totally. knowledgeable yeah, podcast? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Bitcoin is a block reward. Okay. Every block, uh, a block subsidy. Mm -hmm. Every block, the subsidy, new coins equal to the subsidy are created mm -hmm. and the miner takes them. Uh, that subsidy started out at 50 Bitcoin per block in the first block. And every four years, that subsidy is cut in half. Right. So 50, 25, 12.5, 6.25. Today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're at 6.25 today. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and this is going to continue. Right. And so the subsidy is going to basically drop off to nothing. Right. The subsidy is going to go to zero or it's going to go to well, e economic. nothing in Bitcoin terms. Uh, what's that? Nothing in Bitcoin terms. Very little in Bitcoin terms. Right. But I mean, eventually it's going to be one sat per block. Right for the last for the last four years of the mm -hmm. subsidy period, we're gonna have a four year period where we have one sat per block. Is the is that's in, yeah? I mean twenty thirty twenty one thirty six to twenty one forty. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know the you know the near you you know the years. Yeah, I know the years. Yeah, very nice. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. So um, some people speculate. <laughs> I mean, because currently fees there's miners also get the fees. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And currently, the subsidy is much larger, a much larger proportion of the total block reward than the fees. Mm -hmm. So there's speculation that if fees, if the block reward drops too low too quickly, that fees will not be enough to compensate the miners to secure the network. Sure. Um, and that if if fees are too like bursty, they like are. They, there's various ways that this, this can go wrong. But basically, that because of this declining subsidy. We need to add a perpetual inflation. We need to add perpetual inflation to Bitcoin. Scrap the twenty-one and million limit. That's tail emission. And that's tail emission. Okay. Because it's emission. It's this like long tail emission. You get to a point where it just there's like Instead a flat line. You're mining. Yeah. Exactly. So Monero okay. just added this. Like Ethereum has, doesn't have a, a cap. There's mm -hmm. like tail emissions. Like we're mm -hmm. gonna we're yep. gonna game theory incentivize deflation. Like yep. they're doing all this <clears> stuff. So like again like. Sure, but like my my main take on on Bitcoin 
block rewards is that fundamentally mm-hmm. proof of work is useful as a consensus me- mechanism. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually creates objective truth in Bitcoin and time mm-hmm. in Bitcoin that refers to itself. It's self-referential. So it's a closed system. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, outside of it, mm-hmm. it's actually extremely useful for grid balancing. And it's extremely useful yeah. as both a, an energy buyer of first resort and last resort. Uh-huh. Yeah. So by saying like miners are not going to mine it in a hundred years from now mm-hmm. because block rewards are trending to zero. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's saying also proof of work is not a fundamental uh, innovation in how we manage electricity. Mm-hmm. It's also saying that also people aren't going to use this monetary system. Right. It's saying that also I don't understand that the block rewards are extremely finite mm-hmm. and that point less than, you know, a tenth of a percent of humanity is used, leveraging Bitcoin today. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. the reference point in which you're like right. checking the state of the network right. and then trying yeah. to forecast the future. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like you're not taking any of these things into account. Mm-hmm. And then if you think that hyper-Bitcoinization is going to happen and that the whole world is going to yeah. settle on Bitcoin, yeah. how could you come to the conclusion that, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that you There's know, be so like much. how can you come to this conclusion right. that we need tail emissions? Like you are not bullish enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Guess what? The incentives are broken and it's going to die. You should prepare for another scenario. Yeah. It's just like yeah, 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 his yeah. scenario where he would even like like bring up the like idea like we mm-hmm. need tail emissions to save this thing today. Mm-hmm. Like it just shows to me like, like I just don't understand his forecasting in the future. It just doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. Like I, mean, I, I yeah, well, like so, as a developer, like you know, am I wrong here? Well, like yeah, no. I mean, I tend to think that you're right. Um, I tend to be a little bit more moderate in the sense that. I do think there's going to be hyper-Bitcoinization. And the reason why I don't think that we need to worry... Well, the reason why uh, the declining subsidy will not be a problem will be because there is so much demand for block space. There's so much for demand for block space, for Bitcoin block space, that the fees that are paid are going to be super high and they're always going to be high and they're going to be larger than the current block rewards. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. And I think that's... the but I mean, I, That has to be inherent for finite block space and hyperbitization, right? right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. inherent. Yeah, yeah. And, but I do think that it is worth thinking about um, tr- how to create those buyers of first resort and last resort for block space, mm-hmm. right? And so that's why I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think the reason it's not going to be a problem is because of demand for block space. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really good for us to all think about how to create that demand for block space. I think a lot of it is going to come from Bitcoin. For example, like Lightning is a great example of that. Like, when the fees dip, stop, when the fees are relatively low, everybody is going to be like, oh, let's open channels, let's close channels, let's rebalance channels, right? So all those different consumers of block space are going to contribute to why things are going to be okay. So it's like, yeah, we kind of don't need to worry about it. Like, or like, we, I, I can see the path for everything being okay. And we should like work on making that path happen. And it doesn't require, it doesn't require inflation. Totally. It doesn't require a perpetual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with anything that you said. And mm-hmm. I think like urgency is super important and mm-hmm. like not resting on your laurels is right. super important. Yeah. But it's also super important to like be even remotely directionally correct on your forecast. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, we have four megabyte blocks based on block weight. Is two, that two, two, okay? Two, uh, how does that work? Uh, yeah, it's confusing. So we have a one a one a one thousand v byte limit. We have a four million weight unit limit. Okay. Um. So, but each transaction, different parts of one transactions 
are worth different amounts of weight units. Okay. So most of the transaction, each byte is worth four weight units. Okay. So by that metric, we could have uh, one megabyte of transactions in a block. Okay. However, so, mm -hmm. witnesses, mm -hmm. which are the things that say like, hey, this is why I'm allowed to spend this previous coin. Yep. Those are worth um, one weight unit. Mm -hmm. So we can have each byte of witness data is worth one weight unit. So we could have one megabyte of non-witness data per block or four mm -hmm. megabytes of witness data per block. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that witness, witness data, you verify it and then you throw it away. Okay. Right? Yeah. But the rest of the transaction, like the outputs that it creates, for example, yep. those you have to hold on. Those yep. are new coins. You have to track those. Yep. So we sort of want to encourage more witness data, more spending of coins, more consolidation and discourage the creation of outputs that are going to make the UTXO set bigger. Yep. So in practice, it winds up that we have like a 2.4 megabyte block size limit. That makes sense. And I mean, yeah. so I mean, like ultimately, like SegWit, again, I'm not super technical. And, this, and I know that there's people who are SegWit because it, it, this, yeah. this weight limit thing, it came from SegWit, which seg was segregated witness split that split blocks into witness data and yes. non-witness data. Yes. Yeah. So, but like long story short, and I'm not trying to get into philosophical argument. No, about, let's get into about, philosophical. About, no, 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 about, about, about soft forks. No, I'm just not the right person. Like I, I, oh, would, about, I would yeah, be speaking out of my ass. Um, <laughs> but long story short, I think it, it is an example of like, hey, given specific constraints, like humans can innovate to get more efficient. And that's but, like, so that's like, but long story short is we are so like without, without anything, we have limited block space mm -hmm. and yep. we are at less of a 10th of a percent right. of yeah. total adoption. Right. So yeah. Why are like, you it's just like, yeah. like baseline, why are we even talking about anything else? Well, like that's the only least... thing that matters for number go for, for, for fee go up. Like uh -huh, is, right. is yeah, in yeah. any, in, in any way, some sort of increase on, on the adoption side, right? Which I right. think like we're actually right. on a fast, a decently fast clip. And you look at like Bitcoin as a brand, Bitcoin as a movement, yep. Bitcoin as an yep. ideology. Yeah. Like all of these things are accelerating very, very fast. Well, it yep. helps that everything else is also blowing up around Bitcoin. Well, yeah, and I say yep. this too, like, hey, telephony beat out telephone lines without telephone lines shooting themselves in the foot. Like, mm -hmm. okay, Bitcoin yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is a fundamental upgrade yeah. to yeah. government controlled money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to beat them. And despite the fact, and like it's being assisted by the fact that they are also shooting themselves. Right. They're self-sabotaging yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because again, it, this is like automated coordination versus, you know, state you know, state coordination, yeah, and, you know, and DMV why, coordination. Why, why, you know? and like, why don't we like the state is because they make driver's license. You have to go into the DMV, which is the worst place on earth. And like, you think these people who can do no better than the DMV office can stop Bitcoin? Like no fucking way. No, Again, no one is bullish it, not knowing yeah. what it is and then they'll blow up their own situation. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the state is self, the state run money is self, DMV level coordination of yeah. money mm -hmm. is self, self sabotaging itself in the wake of the invention yeah. um, I mean, the, of, of, you know, automated yeah. money. And yeah. DMV can't <laughs> exist if there was a decentralized alternative that people just go to. Why would anybody go to the DMV? You not, know? I mean, not even decentralized, just something that works. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And something that works way better than anything that came before it. So like it's just like these like debates about like mm. Bitcoin. It's just like yeah, what the f are we talking about? <laughs> is is hyper Bitcoinization gonna happen or not? And uh -huh. then again, like what's the likelihood of it happening? Right. Most likely, don't try to change Bitcoin. Just prepare for Bitcoin failure. Mm -hmm. You know, assure yourself that you're gonna be okay in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then in the Bitcoin win scenario, how much Bitcoin do you need to win? 
Like, you actually don't need that much. No. Like, you yeah. know, you can do any sort of just straight linear math of, like, whatever existing wealth divided by whatever percentage of the Bitcoin network you already own, mm-hmm. project that into the future, mm-hmm. increase that by an order of magnitude to take away your bias for not being bullish enough, uh-huh. you know, figure out how wealthy well, you'll be in Bitcoin. Well, except for you, you should probably not add that extra multiple. <laughs> no, I, okay, okay, everyone, two orders of magnitude, and mm-hmm. then for me, a single order. But I think it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, like, I, I don't think, know, like, I, I, like, it's impossible for me to be bullish Even enough. thinking about it that way of, like, how much Bitcoin do I need, it's like, I do feel like it's still this like it's this like fiat brain thing or something where it's like you need to have this like stack that you sit on Mm. and then like that's somehow going to translate to like value in your life and it's like just because we have a way of like if we have a good way of storing value i think that that like can create human flourishing you know you can have like a system that is not rigged the way that it's yeah, rigged currently yeah. that like yeah. over inflates housing prices because right. it's a store of value. So right. yeah, you can't buy a fucking home and right. like mm-hmm. have yeah. a family yeah. and have a life, you know, yeah. like it's like, I think thinking about it as like stacking sats so that you can then become like the king in like the next system where like uh-huh. now you're yeah. not the king. It's uh-huh. like, you're, yeah, you got to switch your mindset, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I Not agree. bullish enough. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, we need incremental steps. Again, like, yeah. I, I, another Parker Lewis quote is that, like, Bitcoin is counterintuitive and then it's hyperintuitive. Uh-huh, yeah, right. And the way that I just like to describe that is, like, Bitcoin's actually an operating system. So, like... Mm. We are all like baseline indoctrinated into like this fiat operating system. Mm-hmm. People that are successful in the existing world yeah. are successful under the fiat operating system. Yeah, yeah. So like the whole like what's happening right now is like the world slowly transitioning to the Bitcoin operating system, and all of us are like on some sort of like point on that transition. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like when you start like thinking in Bitcoin, even though we're not any of us are like even natively thinking in Bitcoin fully, mm-hmm. like. It, that's when it becomes hyperintuitive. But that's why it's so hard for people to see it on the, right. on the flip side. Because right. it's like, you actually have to like change the lens in which you like see the world. Well, and yeah, you have to believe that you're going to beat like the people that want to make you a bug man. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to believe that like there's a world beyond like and you the government believe- wants to do this to me and I'm going to defy it yeah. by owning Bitcoin. Yeah. It's like, no, if Bitcoin wins, like there's not going to be that like power yeah. system. And that not can, just like, that we're not going to, we're going to avoid the bug man fate. No, no. Bug we're going to transcend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Transcend no, it's the optimistic. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, again, like th- this is, th- this is why I say like, and I, maybe my phrasing of like, we need to get more bullish, like is not, maybe that's not the right phrase. I like it. Cause it's actually very astrologically relevant. Oh, <laughs> what's the astrological relevancy? Well, we're like, it's like, Uranus and Taurus there's like a lot of Taurus stuff going on Taurus is the bull uh-huh. so I like the idea of like you need to be more bullish right yeah, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, you yeah, do yeah, we yeah. all need hard money That's and how like, does this relate to Bitcoin's natal chart uh, not Bitcoin specifically but like what we're going through right now the financial restructuring right. not to you yeah. know we already had an astrology episode and I wanted to rail it but <laughs> okay, it's well, like hey, I like the bullish look, is you all guys, not, not only and I'm trying to make like you know maybe like logic arguments I mean, maybe I'm not even doing a good job of using logic here I'm trying to well, it's hard. but I, think, I like that it's also at astrologically <laughs> backed <laughs> I'm glad that my both. astrologic I mean yeah. one of the big reasons why I've been like really harping on this is like we are potentially hitting like this like Bitcoin bottom of you know capitulation and our you know Lehman Marcus moment with three arrows capitals and all these lenders and stuff like that uh-huh. yeah. and I just want to tell people like, oh yeah no it's fine we need to be bullish yeah, right now yeah, like yeah, guys yeah. like if you are worried like you're not even yeah. close to like thinking about this thing in the right frame at all yeah like, yeah yeah again yeah. like 
This thing is not just some other asset. This thing's not just some whatever cryptocurrency. This thing is not just some whatever there's going to be a next thing. Like, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. The world is going to completely reorganize around this thing. And if it does, given the current constraints of the thing, Mm -hmm. like, let's, like, appropriately forecast. Mm -hmm. Like, is anyone modeling... Like with any sort of reason, right. like what is happening? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not sure you can't. Yeah, it's it's like I want some economists to take the take it seriously and be like, let's think about this. Yeah, like economists. A, no, no, but I don't mean I don't mean economists. I don't mean like, like, like any, I don't, I don't let's mean have like anyone take it fucking seriously. I mean, I mean somebody who's gonna think from a global ec- people who think about a global economic mindset. You know yeah. what I mean? Not not the fucking suit. Like Casey, you know? is there anyone on the planet taking this thing seriously? Enough? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If you're bullish enough, you would be. Yeah. But like, yeah. obviously, I mean, none of us are. I like, mean, plan Plan B is pretty bullish. Unfortunately, he's bullish because of the stock to flow model, which is just really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, just like embarrassingly dumb. Yeah. No, it's not good to be bullish for the wrong reasons. The right reasons are. Bitcoin's incentives, mm-hmm. Bitcoin's proof of work in this world, yeah. looking at what's happened in the globe, yeah. and then the inherent scarcity about literally every element of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's the only framework to look at it. But the, then, the existing system is utterly broken in ways that we can't even articulate. Central yeah, bakers can't yeah. even articulate it. They're arguing about it, and mm-hmm. they're they're recording themselves discussing about it, and if you look in hindsight, they're all objectively wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the whole effing problem. Mm-hmm. We can't say if it's inflation, deflation... Whatever. It's just a complete clusterfuck. Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point of Bitcoin is it's, yeah. like, Wipes clean. The clean. Yeah, definancialization, yeah. no more mud, no more scum, no more BS. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's something to build off of. Mm-hmm. And, like, if human beings are going to do what they do, like, mm-hmm. we're going up, baby. Yeah, and this yeah. thing is inherently scarce. Like, yeah. this thing is inherently useful. This thing is going to create more productivity. So, like, you got to take that into your account, into your model. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just don't think that anyone's doing it right. Yeah, right. we got to lift the vibe. Yeah. We got to be more optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like the vibes because like, it's so cosmic. It's so mm-hmm. like freaking galaxy brain that the only way to really get on with it is like, except that it's, it's just a vibe and we can just go along with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it is like, I mean, yeah. What I said earlier, like elevation of human consciousness. I think it is like, it's like a new like thing that, yeah, we just can't necessarily conceive of in like the state that we're in right now but Mm -hmm. ideally we like look back and we're like damn like okay we went you know we really went through it there Mm -hmm. yeah but i think i mean i guess you know we're talking a lot about like people are not bullish enough they're not preparing whatever like what is preparing for hyper bitcoinization Mm. you know Mm. is it just like yeah what does a person do like what is that i think it takes a lot of humility Mm. yeah like it starts from a place of like enormously like mm. it's just like trying to understand the gravity of yeah. this thing and yeah. not just like number go up right and yeah and trying to gr- yeah. understand like where the world is at mm-hmm. and like where the world needs to go yeah. Yeah. like and like it's just <laughs> it's insane yeah right like yeah. and just be humble to that and know that like most likely you're not positioned well like and it's just mm-hmm. difficult to like tell where like no one is right yeah. but who was positioned well for covid in canada or australia yeah. or singapore right. yeah like who was positioned well for that yeah like we we have like the road to like hyper bitcoinization is paved with clowniness like mm-hmm. left yes. and right it's like yeah. who's positioned so it takes an enormous amount of humility to know that like this phase change is going to be insane mm-hmm. so like yeah are you prepared for just like anything yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, and it's like kind of crazy to, like, like, have to do that. It's, but. like, personal health. It's, like, optimism. Mm-hmm. And, like... Flexibility. Community. Flexib- yeah, community for community, sure. Community, really. Yeah. 
is your family ready? Yes. Like, yeah. is your, are your kids, like, you know, hardened? I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where Just did you like, get the, Aaron was saying that you had the 37 sats as generational wealth. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Where does that come from? Well, again, this is like, I'm just, it's not humanly possible to be bullish on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. 37 sats is the block reward in like, I think it's 98 years, uh-huh. 97 years. I don't remember exactly, mm-hmm. but I tried to hit a hundred years, but I like was looking at the chart and I picked the wrong one uh-huh. and I just decided <laughs> to go with it. So uh-huh. it's like 98 years from now. Uh-huh. Um, but that's going to be the block reward, mm. which means that if Bitcoin works, that there's going to be an enormous amount of human like energy and real energy and just an enormous amount of like the globe's potential is going to be harnessed into mining for those 37 sats uh-huh. every 10 minutes. So if Bitcoin works, odds are that's going to be generational wealth versus it's not. Uh-huh. So again, it's like, I don't know, like... It's a way of like, I, I'm a really I'm really bad at like trying to articulate how bullish we need to be. I'm uh-huh. just like freaking shoot throwing darts at the wall. Yeah, so that's, that's, one of, that's one of my darts. It's like, all yeah. right, let's just pick a block yeah. reward in the future. Yeah. Like if Bitcoin works, this is gonna be an enormous amount of value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even, like that's like nothing today. Even <laughs> even the yeah. symbolic value of mining the block reward, right? Getting that thirty-seven sat output, right? Yeah. And controlling that output, right? That's an indication that you mined that block. Yeah, you know? which is probably going to be an enormous human feat. Yeah, if you can, you you are competing right. at that level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, okay, let's again. It's all about being humble and like understanding that the world's going to change a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so you're worried about the block reward and and twenty forty, twenty one forty. Sorry, like mm-hmm. I snickered a little bit, but um, okay. How about the people right before World War Two? Do you think that they're worried about any of our problems, or they could even forecast? remotely closely mm-hmm. like what would be dealing yeah, with yeah, today yeah, yeah, yeah. like maybe one person mm-hmm. kind of got it yeah right yeah ish yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah. know you like know. no like yeah. none of us are yeah. like none of us get it yeah. like we're all so yeah. off and yeah. you have to be humble to that like yeah. none of us are even close to like getting like being on point with all of the assumptions that are necessary to be on point with yeah. forecasting what the world is going to look like when Bitcoin right. gets to that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's either the, it's yeah. either the freaking incentives work or they don't. Yeah. I want, you know? I want people yeah, to yeah. pull back on to like, just like a larger timeline. Uh, this is like, this is also like a little like galaxy brain, but like I noticed recently that, you know, the, the block reward, the, sorry, the having mm-hmm. right, comes every 210,000 blocks, right? Yep. And the difficulty adjustment comes every 2000, every 200, 2016 blocks. Okay. And normally they don't happen on the same block. Ooh. They go at like different, they, the, 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 the difficulty just doesn't happen on having. You're not synchronized. Yeah. Except every six halvings. Every six halvings or every 24 years, the having and the difficulty adjustment. Oh, so we're halfway there. Yeah, we're halfway there. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Only halfway into Bitcoin's first like this, the first of this like long term periodic cycle. cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the real cycles, the yeah. conjunction of the hat <laughs> like and the block reward. Okay. And that's the long term. Like, let's be a little bit more long term like, about the system. Like, let, let's not even evaluate its incentive structure until we at least get to that. Yeah, point. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go through the first cycle. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, shut the fuck up about your tail emissions. Like, right. Shut the fuck up yeah. about worrying about yeah. the fees. Like, you know, all the ETH heads who are like, oh my god, Bitcoin has no fees. I'm like, no you can't scale and you have no chance of getting mm-hmm. you have no yeah. chance of getting to any remote like like resemblance of yep. adop- of like mass adoption not yep. even a chance yeah so again 
it's really bad to not have the right forecasting. You mm -hmm. could allocate right. all of your right. assets incorrectly right. if you cannot forecast yeah, right. this stuff, right. even yeah. remotely logically. Like, guys, yeah. I'm not smart. Like, mm -hmm. I was a comm major, okay? <laughs> like, you know, it, like, my wife jokes around that English is my second language. Like, I'm really not smart, <laughs> I promise you. Like, I'm not a freaking, like, quant. I got none of this. Uh -huh. I'm, and I'm talking about, like, real basic assumptions yeah. when modeling. Like, when mm -hmm. forecasting, I'm not even using a computer yeah. or nothing. Like, I'm not doing a, a regression. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm just doing, applying just straight, yeah. rational, yeah. like... Yeah. It's you know assumptions it's, it's to like what's happening. How badly Ethereum prioritizes things, right? Like I mean, like one thing that is really bad on Ethereum is custody. Is Ethereum does not have native multi-sig. You have to do these like weird contracts. It doesn't have uh, like time locks, right? It has all these like issues, right? And it's like they're not prioritizing the right thing if they're not fixing that. If this is going to be the world's money, like, and there's not like a good way to do like like threshold multi-sig, right? As you can do, as is built into Bitcoin and is constantly getting better and better. Like, what are, what are you even doing, right? Are, are, is focusing on the fees the right thing if you can't even like really secure the bag for this like future in which it's incredibly valuable? I think it's hard. Like, I feel like the type of people, the types of intelligences that are primed to like solve these sort of technical problems are mm -hmm. not usually the same, like, big picture yeah, thinkers right. or like societal philosophical political level thinkers right. and i feel like that's a huge problem is like yeah it's it's like i don't know if, if you're not able to mm. think about it on like a larger time scale on a societal yeah. scale on yeah. a political scale yeah then you're not thinking about the yeah. question correctly yeah. at yeah. all you know right? who you know who wasn't bull bullish enough hmm. satoshi <laughs> one of satoshi's famous like comments was um yeah like uh like the state is like bad at cutting off the heads of decentralized system. Like Bitcoin will at least buy us a territory of freedom for a few years. And it's like, Aww. bro, think big, you know, yeah. even Satoshi was like, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Bullish well, enough. I mean, the amount of information, uh, granted, I think like, it's easier to be appropriately bullish now than it was back then. Totally. Uh -huh. So um, yeah. I, I give Satoshi. He he does have some. You're very, not very not going to go as far as to knock Satoshi. <laughs> you know, no, you know, hey, no, it's humanly impossible to be to be bullish enough. Mm -hmm. So given his context, you know, he he had a lot of wins. Mm -hmm. You know, he was directionally mm -hmm. correct. Directionally correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, okay, I, I don't know if this is even a good line. Like I'm not that much of a studier of Nikola Tesla, so I'm sure that some of the, the fanboys will come out and murk me, but like Nikola Tesla, in my opinion, like he's probably most famous for being like slightly directionally correct on being bullish enough on electricity. Right. Like that's why, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, like, right. okay, let's compare him to the average person of the time. Okay. So yeah. he was the only one. Yeah. So like the only one in the whole planet that was bullish enough electricity. So uh -huh. like we're there right now. Yeah. Right. 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 So like right. there's probably someone who's like connecting the dots and uh -huh. is bullish enough, but it's not, it's not us. Right. Yeah. You know, this reminds, <laughs> like, this reminds me of like, you know, the average person thinks they're above average driver. It's like the average uh -huh. Bitcoiner thinks they're the above average bullishness or right. the appropriate yeah. level bullishness. Right. None of us are. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's yeah. impossible for the average driver to be yeah. above average. Yeah. It's like, no, you're average. A hundred percent. And I'll admit that I am a below average driver. Damn, this is, this is getting me fired up. <laughs> I'm feeling fired up about the future of Bitcoin. Like, but it's it's like hard to conceptualize because it's it's positives and negatives. It's chaos. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. Like, I guess okay. Let's say you compare like 
Bitcoin to like the agricultural revolution. Mm-hmm. Like the agricultural revolution was probably a net positive for society, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like just being able to like produce large amounts of food to mm-hmm. provide for a population and not mm-hmm. starve over a winter and all these kind of things. But with that came like a period of immense human suffering and right. like issues with nutrition and all right. these sort of things. Like right. we had to totally yeah. restructure humanity yeah. around that revolution. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, did we do that or did that happen to us? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this something we chose or is this just something yeah. that happened? Like, did yeah. it, did it even require some person like however many thousands of years ago being like, you know, I think after we like learn how to farm, shit's going to be fucking crazy. You know, uh-huh. like yeah. it, it's, it's like, does it even require, does it require visionaries to happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I oh, can't, it doesn't. right. It's like, it's, and, and mm-hmm. can we conceptualize like right. positives and negatives on a way of being yeah. like, I'm bullish, which is a good thing. It's mm-hmm. like maybe bullish is like, I don't know, like this nebulous term that comes with pros and cons. Like mm-hmm. if you're truly like yeah. Bitcoin's going to win, that doesn't like that's going to come with a lot of like upheaval yeah. as well. Right. Yes. I mean, a- every time a major currency has fallen, it's been an epochal, like chaotic event. Yeah. Right. Like the, the Roman, the Roman currency following, falling like the, you know, transition from the pound to gold to the dollar, mm-hmm. right? These are like uncomfortable events that brought a lot of pain. And I don't even think those were really like, this is the first time that we have this world currency, the dollar, that is going to fall, right? right. And, and that is going to peer- be a period of, of a lot of chaos. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it, is in the, it is currently falling. It's yeah. doing one of these. In the death throes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, we're lucky like, we have, but, you know? Like, yeah. Imagine <laughs> if we didn't it's, have it. Oh, my God. What would this pod, we, we'd be too sad to even do a podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, like, again, like, it's like the dollar is doing this no matter what. Exactly. So hence why the prepping is appropriate. Yeah. And then it's like, how much are you focused on prepping versus Bitcoin? Because, like, again, it's like, if yeah. Bitcoin wins, like... With a dollar, you're probably buying like a very comfortable lifestyle with the Bitcoin. Sure. Like, right, right. If Bitcoin works, mm-hmm. but you got to get there, you know? And again, like, uh, there's another thing I'm trying to like smith, but it's like, I, I think we're getting pretty close to like this, the top of how much Bitcoin this group of Bitcoiners, people that identify as Bitcoiners have. Like, mm. I think we're getting to the, the, the peak of our SAT count, oh. which seems a little like counterintuitive. Because I think that like none of us are prepared for the fucking shit show that's mm. that's coming. Like lose it, just losing. Yeah, things. I, I just don't think we're gonna get there across with all our sads. Oh. Yeah, whether because, that's like you or like your seed phrase or your like whatever. Yeah. We're gonna lose it, or we're gonna spend it, or we're gonna get killed. Yeah, or not what? bullish enough. Get killed. Get extorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When I say not bullish enough, I mean like you trade it too early because mm-hmm. you didn't like size up the potential. Oh uh-huh, yeah. I mean like you look at the Roger Bears. You know, at one point you think that. He he had like if bitcoin wins like he's like gonna be a mega god right, right and he right. found a way to like now he's like insolvent now he's like, like doing some degen leverage shitcoin yeah, trading like, and he, like has some yeah. loan he can't pay back like getting across with your stack intact right. i think is a yeah. underratedly difficult task yeah. and like yeah. a lot of people should focus more on that versus building their stack because their stack is like I'm not saying stop building mm. your stack but it's about your focus right it's yeah. about like where you're allocating your energy like if you could just get mm. what you have right now across the finish line in Bitcoin works, you're probably good. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have like beyond the decimal point on the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. multiple Bitcoin, like you're set. Yeah. If Bitcoin works, like 
you should be you should be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So what's what's your what's your prepping strategy? Like you got your you got a comp- compound in Montana that you're like. Uh, oh God! I mean, I have a passport that's not expired right now. Mm. Uh, I have friends. I have friends across the globe. My wife speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I'm not doing that great to be yeah. honest. So but like maybe I should young. eat my own. Li- you know, I should, uh, I eat should your own take humble, my own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing. Be- I'm doing my best. Yeah. I'm doing my best. I could be doing better. But yeah. I really do think like this is the mentality that yeah. we need to be on. I think yeah. it is like I mean yeah as the resident prepper yeah. I think it is about knowing yourself like for me like I have no leaving the U S is like my last resort I don't want to leave at all and mm-hmm. so for me that means like hunkering down and like being like a homesteader mm-hmm. but there's most so this is one of the best countries to, to have that strategy yeah, yeah yeah exactly like I other I, countries it's not a good strategy I'm not leaving yeah so yeah. for me it's like I'm, I know I'm not leaving unless I really absolutely fucking had to and even then I think I'd just drive north or south depending mm-hmm. um and so for me it's like I'm like yeah I do like the homesteading stuff I like focus on like food and like my supply chains and all these sort of things and like if I had to be mobile where would I go and like mm-hmm. what's a good spot to be and like mm-hmm. all these sort of things but some people are more like international and mobile and they're happy to like be like, okay, how can I optimize so that if I need to, I can go somewhere else. Yep. I can do whatever. I can be an international citizen of the world, whatever yep. kind of thing. I think it's like, it's about knowing yourself and realistically, like where are you able to be flexible and where are you going to be inflexible and how mm-hmm. can you like optimize for the potential outcomes that you see happening, which is going to be, it's going to be dependent on you, your family, where you live, mm-hmm. what you do for work, what the like risks are in your area. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just survive. Could not have said it better myself. Yeah. I think you nailed it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, survive to hyper Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the name of the game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, you want to get as many sats across the finish line, but mm-hmm. like, how yeah. are you going right. to do that? I think yeah. that's, that's a good phrase. Get your sats across yeah. the finish line. It's like, you probably have enough sats. Not saying you don't need to keep stacking. Keep saying, you know, do your thing. Keep yeah. stacking. Yeah. Bitcoin's low right Stack now. responsibly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a ton of sack. Yeah. Right. But, but how do you get, yeah. How do you get cr- across the finish line to hyper Bitcoinization? Cause there's a lot between us and that. Yeah. And like a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I, I, uh, I started working on a second passport a while ago. I started working on an Israeli passport because okay, I'm Jewish nice. and they'll, they'll give, they'll give, they'll give Israeli passports to, to Jews, even, yeah, to the right even, people. even really nominal Jews like me. And I kind of stalled out because, oh, there's some things I got to do. I got like partway in the process. I got a kosher certification that I'm Jewish. Like it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like prime beef. Um, but I think I'm going to take it across the finish line and, yeah, and get that, it. get that second path. See, there we go. That's what I'm saying. We're making, we're making some practical steps yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 get yeah, across yeah. the finish line to hyper Bitcoinization. Yeah. Although like, man, I mean, like if like, like the U S and Israel, like, I don't know, maybe I want to diversify a little bit. In yeah. Diversify of your passport you know? portfolio. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to, I want to, I want to, I want a very like politically irrelevant country's passport. You know? <laughs> well, the nice thing about being a Bitcoiner is that, um, you can always buy that El Salvador. Um, right. And, and honestly, like I'm a huge, huge fan and reader of the sovereign individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I use a lot of, uh, maybe that. that guy is bullish enough. Do you know the sovereign individual? Mm-mm, no. It was this book. Do you do you know who who wrote it? The guy's name? Uh, there's two people. Uh, Lord Edward uh, Mog and God. What's the other guy's name? You know, as someone who's a huge fan, I should know their names. Yeah. But it's irrelevant. The yeah. ideas are on the paper, and their ideas yeah. are fantastic. But it's it's very much a like like almost like predicting hyper bitcoinization. Well, no, the book before. is about hyper bitcoinization. 
Oh, isn't didn't when didn't the song? No, it's, it's pre hyper It's pre Bitcoin. But that's, I'm telling that's, you, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It came out before Bitcoin. Oh, word. But it it, it 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 like it 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 says like the world is getting like more integrated. Like we have like more like like information, personal mobility. Individuals are able to like control their own destiny more and more and more and more. And we're going into a uh, there's going to be a phase phase change where you are going to be a sovereign individual, right? Mm-hmm. It almost really predicts hyper-Bitcoinization, right? Well, Hi- yeah. I mean, they, they talk about how many sovereign individuals there will be. So individuals mm-hmm. that make their own rules. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, like right now we live in a sovereign nation mm-hmm. and we live abo- above, you know, we live within that yeah. sovereign nation. Yeah, rules, we're just right? the plebs. So a, so- yeah. a, a we sovereign, a site every once in a while sovereign individual, it, so someone who, who makes their own rules and kind of operates kind of amongst their rules and they're mm-hmm. able to negotiate like with states effectively. Right. Yeah. Um, and maybe they are a state, you know, mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. So the book predicts hundred million sovereign individuals. Mm. So mm. just, you know, if you want to get a sense of how bullish they were, yeah. less than 20, there's less than a hundred million can, how many, Bitcoin. There's yeah. only 21 million. It's interesting, it's interesting <laughs> to compare that number to um, how many, how many people practically can own their own UTXO, how many people practically can control their output. It might be around a hundred how many, yeah, I'd have to think about that. It's an interesting question. Like, because one, the, the granularity currently for Bitcoin, the granularity of self-custody is, you know, one person controls one UTXO yep. roughly. Um, so maybe that is the granularity of like how many sovereign individuals can there be? How many, can how many, you, are you sovereign enough to even can have you control a, your own UTXO? UTXO? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how bullish you should be. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. that's, that's so none of us are even close as bullish as enough right, if, right. That's, if that's how it's going to go. Yeah. But I would like to say that with our current technology and the current level of thought that's been put into Bitcoin and the current level of mm-hmm. demand and need on a UTXO, that's the current limitation. Right. So mm-hmm. well, one, you know, yeah, we'll like, never know what the future limitations will be as, and what our ability to work around those limitations are. As, as the demand for block space goes up and fees increase, we can start increasing, well, and as te- technology permits, we can start increasing the block size and like like once we have that like solid demand for fees. So probably the number of people in addition to like uh, additional technological improvements like coin pools and like other things that allow like multiple ownership of the same UTXO, like we should be able to expand the number of people who can control their UTX, their own UTXO for sure. I'm bullish. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's going to go up. Yeah. I'm bullish. Yeah. Which is both a positive and a negative. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. it's like, hey, we're bullish on Bitcoin, ultimately bullish on human freedom, but, you know, yeah, yeah. things usually evolve in peaks and valleys. Right. So exactly. there's like this evolution. We there might be a pretty a dark valley coming up. Like the real, like, you know, first, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. Then mm. they fight you might be kind of bad, you know? Yeah. Well, Bitcoin will win. But, yeah. Bic- but Bitcoin but is anti-fragile. Bitcoiners, yeah. Bitcoiners were very fragile, right? And yeah. we need to harden Pretty, ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to touch some grass. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a perfect way to, to bring it full circle there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're about yeah, we're at a good time right now. So should we wrap it up? Yeah. No, I think I think we hit on everything. Yeah, yeah CK, this up. was a great conversation. Yeah, Thanks great so to have you. Coming. I feel like I was not bullish enough before. 
And now I'm like still not bullish enough, but I'm, you know, I'm getting there. Yeah, you know you're thinking I mean? about your Israeli yeah. passport. Yeah, Israeli passport. <laughs> it, it starts with admitting. And yeah, right. Once yeah. you can acknowledge that you're not bullish yeah. enough, you can start your journey to. Yeah. Hi, I'm re- Casey, yeah, becoming... and I'm not bullish enough. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the AAA version of, of that for not being bullish enough? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bears Anonymous. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears Anonymous, yeah. Yeah, word. All right, well, thank you, CK. Yeah, thanks for coming on the pod. Bless up. Cool. Yeah. Bye, Bye, everybody. Stay bullish.